0: We're beginning a new series of messages today, and I'll say more about that in a minute. But I want to direct you to our scripture. It's taken from the gospel according to Luke. Gospel of Luke, chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Vamos a leer de San Lucas, capítulo 5, versículos 1 al 11. On the screen, we've got some page numbers there. And uh, that is to uh, help you if, you're, if you've grabbed one of those Bibles from the back. That's uh, key to that. La página la pantalla está indicando dónde está el texto en las Biblias de atrás. So I'm going to read th- this text. First, I'll read it in English, and then we'll read the same thing in Spanish. primero el texto en inglés, después en español. And let us remind ourselves, uh, Luke is what we call a gospel. It communicates to us the good news of Jesus. So this is the good news of our Lord. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, with the people crowding around him and listening to the word of God, he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them, and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. Un día estaba Jesús a orillas del lago de Genesaret y la gente lo apretujaba para escuchar el mensaje de Dios. Entonces vio dos barcas que los pescadores habían dejado en la playa mientras lavaban las redes. Subió a una de las barcas que pertenecía a Simón y le pidió que la alejara un poco de la orilla. Luego se sentó y enseñaba a la gente desde la barca. Cuando acabó de hablar le dijo a Simón, lleva la barca hacia aguas más profundas y echen allí las redes para pescar. Maestro, hemos estado trabajando duro toda la noche y no hemos pescado nada, le contestó Simón, pero como tú me lo mandas, echaré las redes. Así lo hicieron y recogieron una cantidad tan grande de peces que las redes se les rompían. Entonces llamaron por señas a sus compañeros de la otra barca para que los ayudaran. Ellos se acercaron y llenaron tanto las dos barcas que comenzaron a hundirse. Al ver esto... Simón Pedro cayó de rodillas delante de Jesús y le dijo, apártate de mí, Señor, soy un pecador. Es que él y todos sus compañeros estaban asombrados ante la pesca que habían hecho. Cómo también lo estaban Jacobo y Juan, hijos de Zebedeo, que eran socios de Simón. No temas, desde ahora serás pescador de hombres, le dijo Jesús a Simón. Así que llevaron las barcas a tierra y dejándolo todo, siguieron a so, uh, we are certainly blessed to live in some amazing times. Where we have these machines, these very complicated machines that can do so much for us. Tenemos unas máquinas muy complicadas y maravillosas. I mean, it is almost staggering to think that, uh, you know, with just a few clicks of the computer or with just a, a few taps, on your phone screen. I mean, you name it, you can do it. You can check the weather or the sports. You can order a movie. You can book a hotel or a flight. You can even change the, the thermostat at your house or, or, or lock the doors. There's so much that we can do. And often it's just you know one, two, three steps more, you know, most often that's it, you know, one or two things you do, press a few buttons and it is done, that's all there is to it, I mean, uh, you know, maybe you have to reply to a text message or do something like that, but I mean, we just saw this on on the screen with our, our new generosity app, right, one or two or three steps and you've got it all ready to go, con unos dos o tres pasos ya puedes hacer todo, hasta dar a la iglesia como vimos en el video. But while we do this thing that seems so easy for us, we just tap or touch and it's done. What seems to us like one step, we need to understand that inside that device, it's actually hundreds, maybe thousands of steps going on every single second. Cuando tocamos un paso, hay miles de pasos por debajo del, de, del aparato. Now, Actually, if you go all the way down to your, your device's very base, the very bottom of it, what you have, this is what you have. You basically have a series of ones and zeros flashing back and forth in rapid fire sequence and in perfect order to do what you're asking it to do. Now, somewhere along the line, Somebody had to figure out that sequence. Somebody had to sit down and go through all the steps of ones and zeros going back and forth to create codes and to create commands and to create blocks of codes and commands on top of blocks of codes of commands on top of blocks and codes of commands to get this done. Alguien tenía que crear códigos y mandatos de estos unos y ceros para hacer eso. So what looks to you, what looks to me like, boom, it's done. It's millions and millions of steps going on beneath the surface. Hay millones de pasos debajo de la superficie. And perhaps that's why we in our technological age tend to become very Impatient when we have to do anything in real life that goes beyond three or four steps. How about putting together a bookshelf or a cabinet? You know, you've got like 25, 30 steps of instructions, and there you sit. How about learning a foreign language? Or how about following a a complicated recipe? Or how about trying to fix your car? There's a lot of different steps involved. And I don't know about you, but when I get past about step four, step five, and I see all the other steps in front of me, it can be so tempting to say, I'm done with this. Right? I'm going to get an expert to do this. I can't handle this. No puedo hacerlo y no rendimos, ¿verdad? Cuando tenemos que hacer eso. So we somehow think that if we could just touch this or touch that, magically it's going to get done for us. And we're being trained to do that more and more all the time. And so it's no wonder then that when it comes to this thing called faith, when we talk about our relationship with God I wonder if the same kind of thing doesn't go on with us I mean we're we kind of in our age of of all these devices we're trained to think that something's simple and so we think too that faith could be simple what could be more easy than having a relationship with God? Just believe, brother. That's all it takes. Oh, I kick it ahead. That's it. But we need to know what belief really is. If we look at the pages of Scripture, we begin to see that belief is not simply nodding to a bunch of statements with our heads and saying, yep, I agree with that, yep, agree with that, yep, agree with that. La fe no es solo decir que sí con la cabeza. It's not just saying yes with your head. When you look at what the pages of scripture tell us, faith is about nodding with your whole life. It's about saying yes to God with your whole life, the day in and the day out. And let's face it, life is complicated. And so if we're going to live life of faith, it's not always going to be simple. It's going to be complicated because life is complicated. And in in addition to that, we're relating to a God we cannot see and a God that we do not naturally understand. And so it's not always going to be simple. La fe no siempre va a ser sencilla porque la vida es complicada y también nosotros. We come up against things. Even this week I came up against things. Mysteries I don't understand. Questions I have for which there are no clear answers. Hay misterios, hay preguntas donde no tenemos la respuesta. When we get to those places where we we bump up against the mysteries of life and the, the complexities of life, and we don't understand what God is about, and we don't understand why our lives are going the way they are, it can be so easy to get impatient and say, you know what, I'm not getting this done in one or two steps, I'm just finished with this, and we just throw up our hands, and we walk away. Now, if you've ever had that experience, and I'm guessing you probably have because I have too, I believe that there's some help and some hope that we can get today from the scripture that we just shared here from Luke chapter 5, and I want to take a look at it with you. Vamos a ver la esperanza en Lucas capítulo 5. Here we find Jesus and he is standing. He's walking by the Lake of Gennesaret. Jesús está a orillas del lago Gennesaret. We know this place better as the Sea of Galilee. Same place. as el mar de Galilea. And as he's walking along and standing there, he sees two fishing boats uh, docked on the side of the lake. dos barcas de And near those boats are some fishermen, and they are washing their nets. lavando sus redes. Now I want you to get the picture here. The fishermen are probably outside of their boats. They're probably standing in water that's, uh, let's say it's ankle deep, okay? Están en agua hasta los tobillos. And they're they're just kind of picking through the debris and getting the junk out of their nets. Están sacando los escombros de sus redes. And Jesus comes near them and he gets into one of the boats and he turns to the owner whose name is Simon and he asks him to take that boat out just a little bit from the shore so that he can teach the people. Jesús sube la barca de Simón, le pide alejar la barca un poco de la orilla. And it's a simple request. It's a simple step. Es un paso sencillo. And we're not told, but I imagine that Simon is like, okay, sure, no problem. And he probably, I'm just thinking, probably just pushes the boat out, probably doesn't even get in it. Pushes Jesus out to water. Let's say the water is about hip-deep, okay, not far from shore, lo pone en agua hasta, digamos, hasta las caderas. And it's there where Jesus then begins to teach the people the Word of God. Now, when he finishes teaching the people of the Word of God, when he finishes teaching Simon as well, because Simon is there, notice what Jesus does. He asks Simon to take another step. Después de enseñarle, la gente le pide a Simon dar otro paso. And we read about that in verse 4. When, or at, when he had finished speaking, Jesus said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Cuando acabó de hablar, le dijo a Simón, la barca hacia aguas más profundas y echen allí las redes para pescar. So he asked Simon to go out deeper and to go fishing. And Simon, at this point, this isn't as simple. He balks at it. He hesitates. Simone está renuente. Why? Because he sees an obstacle, an obstacle. And that obstacle is past experience and past failure. He's already been to the deep water all night. He's already thrown out the nets there. Nothing happened. It didn't work, and that past failure is now an obstacle to him going back and doing the same thing. Ya fue las aguas profundas para pescar y nada ocurrió, y ese es un fracaso. I can almost picture Simon. He's he's got his head down, you know. I can almost picture him like this. He's like, "No, Jesus, no, been there, done that. That didn't work." And then at some moment, I'm picturing him here lifting up his head in this way, levanta la cabeza, and there's Jesus looking at him with a look that says, I don't care what's been. I'm interested in what will be. No me importa lo que ocurrió, me interesa lo que va a ser. And that's where all of a sudden he changes his tune. Y cambia de opinión. So it's like this, no, Jesus, been there, done that. No, you don't understand fish. We know, and we guys understand fish. We know how it goes. There's no way we're going to, but on the other hand, If you say so, literally at your word. Pero si me lo mandas, why not? Let's do this. And so they head out for the deeper water. a las aguas más profundas. Now notice the progression here. Notice the steps. We can say los pasos. Step one. Jesus meets Simon and his friends in water that's ankle deep. Paso dos, se encuentra con Simón en agua hasta los tobillos. Step two, Jesus takes Simon to water that is now waist deep. Paso dos, están en agua las caderas. Step three, Jesus and Simon are going off to waters that is deep these waters are way over Simon's head he's over and beyond his ability to stand on the bottom and get air ya van a las aguas profundas más allá de su altura and it's when Jesus and Simon go to the deep it's when they get into water that is over Simon's head that stuff begins to happen cuando van a las aguas profundas algo empieza a ocurrir. verse six when they had done so when they'd gone to the deep, when they'd let down the nets, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break so they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. Así lo hicieron, recogieron una cantidad tan grande de peces que las redes se les rompían. Entonces llamaron por senda a sus compañeros. Ellos se acercaron y llenaron tanto las doparcas que comenzaron a hundirse. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. Al ver esto, Simón Pedro cayó de rodillas delante de Jesús y dijo, Apártate de mí, Señor, soy un pecador. What's going on here? ¿Qué pasó? Jesus leads Simon to the place that is over his head, and that is the place where God shows up in a miraculous way. Cuando están las aguas profundas, Dios empieza a comparecer. And Simon, the expert fisherman, is faced with the fact that he is not the expert in this situation. Jesus, the Lord who is there at the creation of the seas and the fish teeming in the waters has somehow gotten a bunch of fish together and this is the catch of a career. This is what fishermen have dreams about at night but never see in reality. Jesús junta los peces y es como un sueño realizado para Simón. It is so amazing, so beyond anything Simon can conceive and he's confronted with the fact in that situation that he is not just dealing here with a man of God. He's not just dealing with a prophet. No está tratando con un hombre de Dios. He's dealing with God himself, and it scares the living daylights out of him. Está tratando con Dios mismo, y la espanta le aterroriza. He falls on his knees. He says, get away from me, Lord. I'm I'm a sinful man. Apartate de mi, soy un pecador. You see, in the face of that miracle, in the face of that powerful demonstration of God being present, Simon is confronted with the fact of his own sin, his own failure. And he understands that in the presence of a holy God, he is doomed to sink. He's doomed to sleep with the fishes. He's doomed before God, who is so good and so holy in Santo y bueno. Está condenado a hundirse. But again, look how Jesus responds to that. Jesús? Could have said, You're right. You're dead, Simon. Where you stand? But he doesn't do that. No le condena Jesús. He doesn't condemn him. Instead, Jesus invites him graciously, gently invites him to take another step. Le invita a dar otro paso. Verse 10, he says, don't be afraid. From now on, you will catch people. No temas. Ahora serás pescador de... Hombres, le dijo Jesús a Simón. Don't be afraid. No temas. Simon not only had to confront the obstacles of his past failure, he was confronting the fear of his present inadequacy. He was inadequate before God. Simón tenía miedo de no ser adecuado ante Dios. What Jesus does is he invites Simon into a brand new identity and a brand new life. Le invita a una nueva identidad y una nueva vida. Don't be afraid. From now on, you're different, Simon, Peter. You used to be a fisherman. Now you are a fisher of people. Antes eras pescador, ahora eres pescador de hombres. You're going to be, you used to catch fish, you're going to be catching people now. Now that verb, catch here, uh, it literally means to catch alive. And that's an important distinction. Pescar aquí quiere decir pescar vivo. In other words, Simon, your identity used to be that you'd catch fish to kill them. Now you're going to catch people so that they will live. And while we're on that, why don't we start out by making you alive first? Jesus says you're a new person now. Jesús le invita en vez pescar a peces muertos, vas a pescar hombres para que vivan ante Dios. It is an offer he can't refuse. And what do we see? We see Simon and his uh, companions James and John, these fishermen. These fishermen, ironically enough, are hooked. They're hooked. And they leave their boats, they park them on the shore, drop their nets, and they go after Jesus into a brand new life. Sinful, dead Simon is made alive to do something brand new with Jesus. El pecador y muerto Simon ya deja su barca y va en pos de Jesús. A una nueva vida. So what can we gain, what can we learn from this, this story? Here's one thing I see, this is not just a story about a fishing trip, this is a story about the journey of faith, it's about the faith journey. And the journey of faith we need to understand is a journey of next steps. A trajectory of faith is a trajectory of siguientes pasos. It's a story and it's a journey of taking next steps with Jesus. And at every step along the way in the faith journey, Jesus is there. He's with us, and He's inviting us to do a couple things. He's inviting us, first of all, to trust in His word, to trust in what He says. Because you say so, Jesus, I'll go. Jesús nos invita a confiar en su palabra. And the other thing he does is he invites us to let him be in charge. Nos invita a que él esté a cargo. Here's a detail we need to, to catch here in this story. When Jesus gets into Simon's boat, Simon perhaps assumes that Jesus is there as a passenger. But Jesus does not get into Simon's boat as a passenger. He gets in to be the captain of the boat. Jesus no entra a la barca como pasajero, sino como el capitán. And so you see, when Jesus Christ comes into your life, once you put your foot into the water of faith's shore, he's going to come and meet you there. He's going to come and see you there. He's going to meet you as you are, where you are, But he's not going to be content to leave you on the shallow end of the faith pool. Una vez que pongas el dedo en el agua de la fe, Jesús se encuentra contigo allí, pero te va a invitar a dar un paso más. He's going to start inviting you to take other steps. And one of those steps is that he wants to get into the boat of your life. But you need to understand, when he gets into the boat of your life, you may invite him as a passenger, but he's not coming in as a passenger. He's coming in as the captain. Jesús a tu no como pasajero, sino como el capitán. And faith, faith is about trusting. It's about trusting and taking the next step. Believing that though it may seem scary, though it may seem dangerous to take that next step, Jesus has not come to sink us he's come to bless us dar el próximo paso puede ser algo de que da miedo pero el fin de Jesús no es de de destruirnos sino de hacernos vivir in John chapter 10 verse 10 we have Jesus whole plan in a nutshell I think vemos el plan de Dios de Jesús en Juan 10.10 interesting enough this is just where I'm kind of geeking out here John 10.10 twi- 10. that's binary code right there 10.10 10. That's free. All right. So, uh, but Jesus says the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. That's the devil. That's not Jesus. ladrón no viene más que a robar, matar y destruir. Ese es el diablo. I've come that they may have life and have it to the full. Yo he venido para que tengan vida y la tengan en abundancia. He's not come to destroy us. When Jesus invites you and calls you to take another step, he's not out to put you in a place where you're going to sink, where you're going to die, where you're going to drown, at least not in the ways you think. Here's the good news we need to remember. What we call the simple step of faith of inviting Jesus Christ to come onto the boat of our lives, that's a simple step. Es un paso sencillo, invitar a Jesús a entrar en la barca de nuestra vida. But underneath that step, something very complex and very profound has gone on. Because Jesus came to this earth, and he went the holy Son of God, the righteous, innocent Son of God, went down to the depths. He went down to the bottom of our sin and the bottom of our evil in our world, and he carried it upon himself on the cross. Somehow, the song said it best, the lion and the lamb together. The lion who hates sin became the lamb that took on sin. El león que odia el pecado se hizo el cordero que llevó nuestros pecados. He went all the way to the depths. And he's risen from the dead. Ha resucitado los muertos. And he's done that so that all who would invite him to be the captain of their ship would not sink because of their sin, but they would stay afloat with God and go on an adventure with him. Para que estuviéramos a flote con Dios, hizo esto. So today, what we're going to be doing, what we're doing today is we're beginning a new series of messages called, simply, Next Steps. That's where we're going to be for the next couple of months, for about eight weeks. Vamos a estar en esa serie de mensajes sobre los siguientes pasos. And what I hope we can do is begin to look at some of the bigger steps, but hopefully some of the smaller steps, too, that, that Jesus would be calling us to take in our walk with him. And identifying those and then encouraging all of us to take those steps. Quiero identificar y dar esos pasos. And through the power of God's word, what I'm hoping we can do in this series, I'm hoping we can uh, not only identify those next steps, but that we can, we can confront the obstacles and the fears that we have to taking those next steps. Because those are real to us. Vamos a enfrentar con la palabra los obstáculos y los miedos que tenemos en cuanto a a los próximos pasos. This morning I especially want to extend an invitation to those of you who may be kind of standing on the edge of faith's shore and and you're not quite sure, do I step in? Hay los que estén a a la orilla del lago de la fe. I want to extend this invitation that you would consider the step of inviting Jesus Christ to get on board with your life. Invite him into the boat of your life. Invita Jesus a la barca de tu vida. That's an important step. Again, if you're just playing on the shallow end of the faith pool, it's very safe there. I can tell you, it's safe when when, the, when you're only up this far in the things of God, and you may say, you know, I, I want to play it safe. I don't really want to get serious about this stuff. I just want a little light touch of Jesus here and there, and I want to play in the faith pool on the shallow end. mejor que jugar en la parte de la fe. But I'm going to tell you something that you need to know. It may be safe, but that's not where the fish are. That's not where the real adventure is. That's not where the abundant life is. Allí no están los peces ni la vida abundante. Jesus is going to call us, and He will call each one of us to go deeper. After forty plus years of being on this Jesus journey, I can tell you a couple things that I have learned. Después de 40 años he aprendido un par de cosas. First of all, I've learned that when Jesus calls you to do something, you need to have a really good excuse. Not to do it. See, Jesús te llama a hacer algo, tienes que tener un buen pretexto. And here's the thing I've discovered. There is no good excuse. There's no good excuse when Jesus is looking at you and saying, this is what you have to do next. No hay buen pretexto. But here's the other thing. After 40 plus years, I can say, no matter where you might be on the Jesus journey, no matter how long you've been on this thing, there's always a next step. Siempre hay un siguiente paso. There's always a new truth to learn. There's always a new habit to take on or one to give up. There's always a new freedom to discover. There's always a new blessing to receive. Hay una nueva verdad para aprender, una nueva bendición para adquirir, un nuevo hábito para, eh, para entregar. There's always more. But that's not bad, you see. Here's the thing. There's always more of Jesus. You cannot get to the bottom of Jesus. And you cannot get to the top of him either. He's deep and he's wide. And he's so good. There's always more with Jesus. Siempre hay más con Jesús. No puedes llegar ni al fondo ni al tope. Él es profundo y ancho y grande. And that's the adventure that he's calling you and me to be on. So this morning we're coming to this table. And this table, I believe, is a table of next steps. Esta mesa se trata de dar los siguientes pasos. This is a table of next steps. First of all, you need to understand that who this table is for. This table is is provided for those who have taken the step of trusting in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That means that you have invited Jesus onto the boat of your life, and He's not just a passenger; He's the captain. And He invites you to this table, and you come. It's para los que han invitado a Señor Jesús para ser capitán de la barca de su vida. And when we come to this table, he says, come with all your junk and open up. Vengan con sus pecados y abranse. Open up to receive all the benefits of my body and blood given for you. Just as you open up your mouth to receive some bread and you open up your mouth to receive from this cup, open up to me. And I'm going to nourish you on this journey. El paso que nos abrimos a Jesus como nos abrimos la boca para el pan y la copa. Now, based on what I just told you today, you're identifying that you have not quite yet invited Jesus Christ on board. You've not quite yet made him the captain of your life and of your ship. This table is not yet for you but I still want to encourage you to take a step today. Si no has invitado a Jesús a la barca de tu vida, esta mesa todavía no es para ti, pero te invito a dar un paso. What might that step look like? The step might look like praying and saying, Jesus, come come into my life and change me. Puedes orar y decir, Jesús, entra mi vida, cámbiame. Or the step might be to say, Jesus, I'm not even sure you're really there. I'm inviting and asking you to show up in my life. Show me You're real. Show me your are true. O le clamas y dices, Señor Jesús, muéstrame que tú eres quien tú dices. So Jesus is calling. Jesus is inviting. And wherever, you're, wherever you are today, whoever you are, he's saying, let's go to the deeper waters. Vamos a las aguas más profundas. The question to answer is, are you ready? Are you ready to take the next step? Let's pray. Let's just take this time. I want to take a few minutes here to, to bring us together with Jesus. He's standing on the shore. He's looking at you and me, and he's saying, Here we go. What do you need to bring to him? What do you need to confess? Let's go to him in prayer. Vamos a orar.